This drink, I like it. I know, it's great, right? Another! Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Film on Tap. <laughs> See, I, I, can't, I can't do it now. I can't. I, I can't. I can't. No, no. I can't you're, do you're it. I can't do it. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Yes, you are. You had your lime juice and water. And you prepared and for this. Keeping, and we're keeping this in on the episode. Well, yeah, right, there's guys. no question about that. There's no question, but no, you you're you're hosting the show. Fine. Okay. Yeah, Andres is hosting the show this week, everybody, just so you know. Everyone cheer him on from wherever you're watching or listening from. Would you like to introduce everybody first? No, no, you get to do that. <laughs> Jesus like, Christ. It's just because you did so well. It was like Tom was looking in a mirror and he, he just couldn't. Exactly. I looked yeah. like I was just watching myself and it made me so prideful. I know. You just yeah. see the fu- the days of your past self in I, me da- right I see my now, days right? of future, future past. Future days of past self, yes. Stop oh, wasting time, Andres. You got hosting to do. <laughs> All right. Well, in case you didn't pick it up, my name is Andres Gajago, and right next to me is Tom Chattelbash. I love how you even person, struggled on your you name. Fumble on your own you fumbled name. on your own name. That's no, very true I to me. See you That's laughing. very true. I can see you laughing, and I'm like, I ain't going to get it fucking wrong, guys. <laughs> but you now still you stuttered on it. Shit now you can't give me shit for getting your name, like stumbling on it. No, none of that. <laughs> Oh goodness! Keep going. How's everybody so doing? How, how's everybody doing this weekend? I think everybody's okay. a little lively right now. <laughs> I do gotta Absolutely. say though, I was on a video chronic quiz and I fucked up Andre's name bad. Not oh, even no. like I messed it up. I went guy and I, my brain just froze and I didn't know what to say. <laughs> I was like, I just forgot his name right now. Was that the Zoolander quiz? Yeah, it just fell out of my brain. I don't know where your name went. My oh no. Oh, can you, can either of you actually spell my last name off the top of your head? I'm curious. Um, C H A T A L Bash B A S H. Look at you, first try. Yeah, well done. It. Yeah. Look at yeah, you. Right. Put you give on the spot, and you crushed prize. it. Spelling winner. Right if I had here. a prize, I would throw it to you virtually, but I'm also lazy, yeah. so. I'll just take a drink. Take a drink. Yeah. Oh, speaking of drinks, I have to drink White Claw because our last episode got over 100 views. So thank you, people. But also, I hate mm. you. So. Yay. Oh, that was our God. deal. Over 100 I, am, views. I am dreading this. It's White Claw time. It's fine. What flavor do you have, though? Oh, the devil? I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> the devil. The devil. Oh, it tastes like cough um, medicine. Oh, he has drink, flavor who drinks gross? this? Like Which one did this you get? This is not get? a sponsor. Black oh, cherry. Oh, did you get? Mm. Oh. This literally tastes like yeah. cough medicine. Tastes like Jello to me, but I, I could see. That's a very optimistic like point of view of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, at God. least it's not pomegranate. Oh, I guess. Oh God, I feel like I'm like I have like a cold, and this is what I need to. <laughs> that's what. That's what I feel like I should be drinking this for. <laughs> It's your call. Anyways. Oh, all right, Andres, proceed. Anyways, should we, get, sh- should we get started with our first topic of the day? I think we should. I think that's all right. where we should start. All right. So over the past week, uh, Matt Reeves and company over at Warner Brothers basically released a 
re- a deleted oh. scene from the Batman. <laughs> I just love it. Tom struggled through that drink. It's so bad, it's like, dude. Oh. It's so like literally every sip. I feel like a part of my soul detaching from my body. Like that's where I'm at. Oh, that, oh that's why you wanted me to host this week. Yeah, honestly, that might have factored in. <laughs> you know what? I could actually see this going well with vodka, but I do not have that ingredient. Oh. So, no. When you come and visit, we're gonna make you try it because it's disgusting. Fine. So you try that oh, as well. you, so you want to purposefully make me try something disgusting? I knew we were friends. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, okay. Back but to yeah, Andres but, in the studio. Back on track. Back on track. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, uh, Matt Reeves and company have released a uh, re- a deleted scene from the Batman, which features our official first look at Barry Keoghan as the Joker, or as a early version of the Joker. So I think what we all wanted to discuss on this segment was just what our basic reactions were to the clip and did you enjoy it and did you feel that it was better out of the movie or left back in the film so let's go with nancy how about you first i mean you say it's our first look at the joker but that shit was blurry as fuck and i was annoyed like <laughs> just show me the joker i don't need to see a blurry version of him uh they definitely went the right way leaving this out of the movie it really wouldn't have done anything to add to the movie and on top of that i think the riddler and the joker are very similar in a lot of ways so i just don't really need them both in a movie at the same time it also didn't make sense to, sense to me it, it felt very hannibal lectory where he's like handing him the information and he's like ah yes i know exactly who this is within two seconds <laughs> yeah. of looking at this big old stack of papers like it just made no sense to me so i don't know i'm glad they left this out and Again, I'm I'm not that excited if they're adding Joker in to the next movie. Like he seems like he's great as the role, but I just I just don't need it anymore. Well, Those are my well, well, another question is, uh, what would get you excited about having the Joker back in this universe? Like, is there any possible way that would excite you back again? Like, it, like if there's something that you think of right off the top of your head that you'd be like, you know what? If they introduce the Joker this way or they treat him this way. That would get me excited to see that again because I I fully agree with you that it's kind of just it's kind of overplayed by this point now. Yeah, honestly, I really can't think of anything that would make me excited to have a Joker in a new movie. Uh, maybe potentially doing a like I don't know multiverse Joker somehow, or Jared Leto is meeting this new Joker. I mean, oh God, please no, please God no. I don't need that. We wouldn't that. be able to have Heath Ledger, which would be so sad. But you mm. know. Uh, I don't know. I really can't think of anything off the top of my head that would actually make me excited for another Joker. It's mm. we're we're good. We can move on to other things now. <laughs> we can move on with awesome. our lives. <laughs> awesome. So we'll move on to you, Tom. What did you think of this deleted scene? Uh, how do how do you pronounce his? I feel like how do you pronounce his last name? Is it Keegan? Because you said like Keoghan. Is that is yeah. it? Is that actually how you pronounce it? I believe so. I, that, that, that's how many times like, I've heard I don't it. know. He's like, look, you're, you, my back's against the wall. Listen, listen. Don't ask him how to pronounce things. L- l- look, listen, you're supposed I've to been, do the research. I've been pronouncing, I've been pronouncing <laughs> Michael G. Kino as Michael G. Kino for years, and people were telling me that I was wrong, and then all of a sudden it's like, no, you were actually right. No, it's just people, you know what? It's all subjective at the end of the day, I guess. All right, but so then I'll say it, Keegan. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> Barry Keegan. Well, we're going. Uh, all right. So in my mind, Barry Keegan, like I was like one. It was a nice, pleasant surprise that they actually released this clip. I thought they weren't going to release it until like we had the, you know, DVD or whatnot. Um, but in terms of the scene itself, I agree with Nancy. I really don't think it should have been in the movie. I'm glad that they didn't keep it because it would have been redundant. A, B, and I felt like it was kind of like spoon feeding the plot to the audience in a way that like would make them feel like they're dumb and they needed everything explained to them. And I felt like the rest of the movie, like you're finding out like with Batman, what's really going on and it feels more natural and it feels more like, okay, the audience is figuring it out too. And you don't feel as like you're being spoon fed. So I'm glad that, cause this scene was literally just the Joker, just explaining everything we knew by the end of the movie already. So it would have been stupid to have it in the movie, but as for, you know, just the performance, which is what I really was watching it for. Um, I was intrigued, I guess. I mean, I, I do like the fact that they're really going for like a fucked up, scarred Joker, uh, one that we've never had before, like one that's like pretty hideous and like it looks like he fell into a vat of acid, even though that's not what happened here. And that Matt Reeves said it was some sort of congenital like... disease, something like that. Oh, um, wait, did he really? Yeah, he no, said no, it was some no. sort of congenital disease. That and then, like, makes me like it so much less. I well, was I'm like, cool, I let you know. Acid. <laughs> yeah, um, great, great, great. But uh, I mean, I like him as an actor and I think I'm just I've hit Joker burnout. I mean, I love the Joker. It's probably like my favorite just villain period, just in terms of and just in general. I just love the character uh, in and of itself. I just think it's so rich with possibilities and it's such a cool character and especially has a, that character relates to Batman. Their relationship is one of my favorite relationships in film and comics and, you know, whatnot, uh, period. Um, but I really don't want to see the Joker. I'm I'm more so hoping that he's like a background character in these movies and that maybe he takes a little bit of a spotlight in a third film or something. Maybe he pops up, you know, for a small little bit in the second film. That's cool. I think it's it would be actually cool to keep him as like a cool background character because they made it clear in this clip, you know, he steals the paper clip so that he's probably yeah. going to get get out of there somehow, which is like, OK, cool. You're setting that up. But even Reeves himself is saying, I have plans for this character, but he's not necessarily going to be like the big villain of the next movie. I think Reeves is basically saying, don't think the Joker is going to be the villain. Yes, he's in this universe now. But that doesn't mean I'm going to use him. So I'm intrigued, but also like there's nothing in this clip where I'm like, oh, my God, I need more of this Joker. I'm just more excited to see other characters we haven't seen before on the big screen or maybe a character we have, but done in a much more grounded, realistic way. So that's what I was excited about. But in terms of the performance and scene, eh, like it was fine. I didn't hate the performance. I wasn't like offended by it or anything. I didn't hate it. Um, but I just think the scene and the performance overall didn't really do anything for me to get me like really excited. So. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'll have to agree with you on that. Like, honestly, there, there was so much talk about the scene. <laughs> there was so much talk about the scene right before. <laughs> you forgot you were that I forgot call. I was drinking it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it was like man. the cold but, winds of winter hit me across the face very fast. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Go but on. yeah, but, but there was a lot of talk from Reeves when he was doing the promotional circuit for the Batman that he spoke pretty openly about this deleted scene and hearing about it for so long and then actually seeing it like I love the direction that he did technically where he's a little where the Joker is blurred out and, you know, you're, you're sort of seeing like little brief glimpses of him all the way through. Unfortunately, probably the one thing that I thought right off the top was... I think the sound mix could have gone with another pass, and Barry Keoghan, yeah. I'm sorry, but yeah, I you can barely to, hear him. Uh, 
I, I could barely yeah. hear him, and then also all I just heard was, eh, well, you know, um, you know. Yeah, I like well, rewound well, well, like the well. first part of it twice, and all I heard was, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna just like, like, dude, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> it felt like the first like, pass of Bane, where it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, <laughs> and, um, and there's gonna be a exactly, whole movie of this. Yeah, it is exactly <laughs> why ADR is important, guys, because yeah. it allows people to go back in and retool the scene. Yeah. But apart from that, I I just sort of felt like I I'm I'm in full agreement with you guys on this. I think the makeup is a little too extreme. Like not necessarily extreme where it's like, oh, it looks it looks like it looks unsettling for the Joker. It just kind of feels like I don't know. It, it feels like someone's trying a little too hard, trying to differentiate themselves. Like here's the thing: is if it was if it was some type of thing where it was a congenital disease or something like that, like maybe just have it. But like my my suggestion would have been like, you know what? Maybe have like the lips like peeling away or something like that to the point where like it gets red, and then that's where it forms the iconic smile. Whereas with this one, it just feels like he's got all this shit all around his mouth, but it doesn't feel like for me. It doesn't feel like Joker, if that makes any sense. It just feels yeah, well, and like he's missing hair and like mm-hmm. I, I think had it been he fell into acid that makes sense you're gonna look fucked up if you fall into some acid unlike yeah. the other jokers where it's like oh you fall into acid and you get you know a purple wardrobe and some green hair um, yeah, yeah. I was excited because I was like oh finally it makes sense but this is I was like okay never mind erase then, all of that then yeah yeah and and also and the other very important thing about the Joker as well too that always defines whether or not the um whether or not i like the performance is the portrayal of the laugh like i think jack nicholson had a great laugh i think cesar romero had a great distinguishing laugh i mean the ones that i sort of felt didn't work was freaking um what's his name uh, jared leto because his was like <laughs> i'm like wait what is that this is, this is so bizarre. And and yeah. then when Joaquin Phoenix, when he did his, he put his own stamp on it where, where it just kind of felt like his body was was actively reacting against the laugh and he was trying so hard not to. It felt like it felt like he was in pain whenever he laughed. And yeah. that's kind and of what I felt was story, which I yeah. thought was smart. Having that Absol- like, uh, yeah, I forgot what they call it. But like when you you're not meaning to laugh, you're expressing your emotions like differently. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, a typical, typical, whatever person would do. I thought that was oh, really yeah. interesting. And and it was also interesting to see sort of the portrayal of that, where he's fighting against the laugh in the very beginning, and then at the very end, it blurs into a fine line where he's like, "Oh no, he actually is enjoying the laugh now. Like he's actually like gone completely maniacally crazy." So I thought yep. that was cool. But Barry's laugh, I kind of felt like, I don't know, it it, it just kind of felt like. Bring your kids to bring your kids to work day over in Arkham. I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm not sure about that laugh just yet. But who knows? Maybe maybe he maybe he got on board this movie at the last second. Maybe he didn't have that much time to prep. But who knows? I I but bottom line is I think the deleted scene shows a lot of potential. But I'm not fully in love with it right now, and mm-hmm. that's kind of where I'm at right now. And I think that's kind of where we're all at with this with this deleted scene so far. So, no. yeah. So that's so, yeah. all we got to say about of, that. <laughs> and speaking about deleted scenes, what about all those Oscars that have gotten deleted from the actual telecast, guys? Smooth segue. Smooth segue. Smooth. Well done. That's right. <laughs> hey, yeah. God. I mean, just 
before I go on, um, Nancy, uh, I don't know. I don't know if you have the list in front of you right now, but I could read the list off to you right now as we have it, and then you could give your thoughts on the winners and who your potential picks are going to yeah. be for later on. Yeah. Now, before yeah, we do that, the viewers and listeners do not know that we made like our little bets. Like we, we filled out our ballots and any category that we get wrong, uh, we have to take a drink for. And also whoever is the winner overall, whoever gets the most categories, right, gets to choose what the other two have to do a shot of on the next episode. So, so there are stakes here, people, there are stakes. All right. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read off the list of the winners announced so far. <clears throat> okay. So I got my little we'll ballot you, on my phone here. Yeah. We'll tell All you right. we got it right okay. now. I think right, I already have like three drinks, unfortunately. So <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll have right, to go, go back in and I'll have to take a look at it again. But All right. So we got best sound. The winner is Dune. Got that one. Okay. Got, got that it. one. Got that one too. All right. Next subject, uh, best documentary, short subject. That went to The Queen of Basketball. I definitely lost that one. Uh, I did not get that one. Got it. Oh, wait. (laughs) Oh, wow. Good for you. Blind guessing works out sometimes. Sometimes blind guessing really does work, but let's see. Um, Oh, yeah. No, I did not get that one. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And next subject. So that's one for me. Best animated short film went to Windshield Wiper. I did not get that. <laughs> no, I definitely did not get that. Wait, I did not. Yeah, I went Robin Robin. Yeah, so did I. That's why Which I went to. I was too. so pissed because yeah. I almost picked the that one that won. So close. I was one off. Well, um, you picked so, the wrong so, answer. So that's two on <laughs> our. That's two on my end yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, I've already. I think those are the. Uh, yep, that's two wrong. <laughs> All right, so next subject, uh, best live action short film went to The Long Goodbye. Got that one. And I didn't get that one. My bad. So it seems like Nancy and I are tied right now. Yep, I got that one too. It's okay, awesome. just wait for it. I fucked up on two of these categories. I was like, what Perfect. was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> All right, next, uh, best score went to Dune. Hans Zimmer yeah, yeah. is the fucking man okay. and it's yeah. a goddamn travesty why why this particular category is not being aired why yeah, that's it, like, all weird it's it's so I messed mean, up i hate it so that's much editing like really i know and then next thing too best editing dune which yeah yeah you know, another another yeah. win air got 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 both oh, of those last two of them okay my bad i thought they would throw a bone no pun intended to power of the dog, and I've been <laughs> fucked up. My bad. <laughs> All right. All right, and then the next one we got is best production design, and it went to Dune. Yeah, yeah. What's up? I picked, I picked Nightmare Alley. I really I thought Nightmare oh, Alley. You, oh, would you get both it, went Nightmare Alley. Okay. Well, because I yeah. feel like Dune is more. Um, I don't know. Has a lot of like visual effects. Heavy shit in it. Yeah. No, it's it's so, it's got some visual effects to it, but the thing is, is that there was a lot more practical work being done in Dune, but there's even more practical effect work done in Nightmare yeah. Alley. I mean, and I, it's agree, also balancing, I agree. Yeah, that Nightmare Alley should have won over Dune for production design because that was a gorgeous looking movie in terms of its sets and everything. But I'm still not unhappy that Dune won. <laughs> oh no 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 no! I'm no, just I, surprised. I'm, like, yeah, I'm no, more anytime... so angry that I'm losing this game. That's fair. 
that's it's that's more good. what I care about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, next category: best makeup and hairstyling. That went to the eyes of Tammy Faye. Got I think that? it absolutely right. deserved it. Got that one too. All right, cool. Mm. Next, is that all? Best, nope. Uh, best supporting actress went to oh. Ariana DeBose for West Side Got Story. That. Got yeah. that one. Boop, boop. Yes, I switched mine at the last second for that one. Good, as yeah. you should have. Because because here's the thing: I had not seen Power of the Dog just yet, and everything I kept hearing gotcha. about was how incredible Kirsten Dunst was in the movie. And I was like, okay. And then I finally saw it, and I'm like, you know what? I would give it more to to DeBose for West Side Story. So I'm glad I switched that yeah. up at the last second. Kirsten Dunst right. was I. She wasn't bad, but oh yeah, no, not worth but, but, the win. Yeah, but has anything one else thing been that was, but anything, but something that was. Uh, that was deserving of a win. Best cinematography for Dune once again. Oh yeah, Greg Frazier. Yeah, of course. Yep. Greg yep. Frazier. We're gonna see him one. back next year, guys. Oh, and we got more. Okay, and we got more winners too. Best visual okay. effects. Dune. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. If, that, if that movie didn't win visual yeah. effects, okay, I would have yeah. been pissed. Yeah. It's like, well, <laughs> come on. Yeah, that would be Man, Dune is crushing it. Yeah. Good for them. Dune is crushing it, and best animated feature. Oh, I got that one. And best animated feature went to Encanto. Yeah, Yay. all right. I would have liked yeah. Mitchell's vs. the Machines to win that one, but I knew I it would have been to. sad if if they. Won. You can't really, really bet against movie. Pixar in that category, which yeah. sucks. Yeah. And, oh, so good. <laughs> is that but yeah, all but of so them? far. That's all that's been announced so far. Oh, so that's far? all that's okay. been announced. Okay, I'm doing pretty solid. Only two wrong. Not bad. Me too. I mean, I got a bunch wrong, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll do a say, recount later on, certain, but yeah. There's certain categories where I'm like, costume design, for instance. Like, if Corella doesn't win, what are we doing here? Like, it has to fucking win. There's no way that movie will Yeah, win. that would be... Yes. That'd be horrible if that didn't win. Yeah. I would be shit. Oh, yeah. I, I I'm curious to see. That. I'm curious to see how, because now we could talk about like what we think maybe could happen, what we really want to win. Yeah. Um, just in terms of the categories that haven't been announced, uh, I'm kind of hoping in Best Actor. Like as much as I want Will Smith to finally get his well-deserved Oscar, and he definitely deserves it for King Richard, mm-hmm. which he's fantastic in. Oh, um, so good. There's a small part of me that's like, I wonder if like Andrew Garfield will like sneak in and maybe win for Tick Tick Boom because it's possible. Yeah, it's that's possible. what I put down yeah. as mine. I think more, more so not. I think he's going to win, but more so like maybe if I just put it out into the universe and put it on my I ballot. Mean, I'd be happy if either win. of them won that one. Um, mm-hmm. And then best actress, I think it's leaning towards Jessica Chastain. It seems, even though I, yeah. I well, for a while it seemed like Kristen Stewart had it, but then she kind of faded. Um, yeah, she, she kind of faded. Know. I didn't. I heard mixed things about uh, Kristen Spencer. Stewart and Spencer. Yeah, so oh, okay. I, I, but I have I haven't heard anything bad in terms of Jessica Chastain thus far from people. So that was what I went with. For oh, director, no, for, I would I would love it if Spielberg won, but I put yeah. Jane Campion. <laughs> I put I put See, here's the thing. I putting it out into the universe, really hoping like, that's gonna that'd be, happen. That'd be cool. But, See, yeah. here's the thing. I, I had I had Jane Campion at first for the longest time, and then she had that uh, that that speech yeah. afterwards. I think that kind of I think that might kill her a little yeah. bit in this category. So who but, do you think wait, would take on. it then? You but think like Kenneth Branagh will take it then? 
Ken, I don't uh, think Kevin Frog has ever won an Oscar just yet, has he? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't like, think not, he has. not for best director. I mean, I mean that would be crazy if he did. If, um, if anything, if anything, I'm hoping I'm hoping the director would drive my car. Um, I can't pronounce her name. I am really sorry, but maybe maybe she has yeah, a chance at it. One. But honestly, I just hope to God uh, Paul Thomas Anderson does not win for Licorice Pizza. Oh Here's the thing: I, I I love that Paul movie. Thomas Anderson as a director. Licorice Pizza was a bad day at the office for him. I hated that movie top to bottom. So yeah, it's tell it, us how it, you really feel. Yeah, right. <laughs> No, it's yeah, just, and the it's one cat, uh, the one category I feel like I took a risk in was uh, what was it? I think it was best um, uh, original screenplay. Which yes. originally I, I was going to go for Belfast, but I feel like the love of that movie has faded so much. And also, Don't Look Up recently won for best original screenplay, and I feel like it for, could sneak in there and get original in, screenplay. In, in what well. in, in what award show did it just win best original screenplay? It was really recently. I know that, and it was like a shock to a ton of people. What, was it a Golden what, Globe? No. No, it was a Golden oh, okay. Globe. Okay. Be- it was a Golden Globe. I'd say that means nothing. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, because you can you could buy votes in the Golden Globe. It, it means absolutely nothing. But yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like Don't Look Up could win that category. I would not be surprised if it did because of the whole global warming, current events yeah. thing. I nobody mean, it was be- nobody believes it's play. happening. I think it's very. I think it was a very unique take on it. I think yeah. it. I, definitely wouldn't be sad if it won but i mean i feel like we we got to talk about best picture because can we just talk about how coda came out of nowhere and got this crazy wave of momentum like when it came out i you know i loved the movie but it just kind of came out people loved it but then everyone just stopped talking about it i was like all right guess that's it for that movie and then all of a sudden out of nowhere this movie has taken the oscars by storm and went from being almost like a nothing movie to nominated for best picture supporting actor all these different categories where now it's the front runner to win best picture and i even picked it for best picture and i hope it wins honestly i think it'd be awesome um i I think what a story for best picture yeah, I, I think also, I have like, a lot of the movies that have been there. This, let's not forget the circular thing we saw where no one was talking about it, then everyone was talking about it, and then all of a sudden everyone was shitting on it for some reason. Yeah. Uh, hearing a lot of, like, it's a very Disney Channel original movie. Yeah, it's like, come on. It's it. like everyone loves to hate on that <sighs> shit. Yeah. It's, and it, listen, Disney it's, Channel it's original movies are fantastic. So yeah, it's just everyone loves to hate on something everyone else loves because they want to seem cool yeah. and different. Well, and it's just like and I also, shut up. But I also think Coda wasn't a movie where it was like groundbreakingly new or it was ugh. doing something visually. I think people forget that sometimes your vote for best picture can very much be the movie you enjoyed the most. It doesn't have to be mm-hmm. where you're breaking it down into all these other categories. To me, best picture is. It had a good screenplay, it had good acting, it looked visually fine, and the directing was good. You know, there was no, there was nothing where I was looking at it and be like, oh, that's weird editing, or that was a weird choice. You know, as long yeah. as it has all those components, and I genuinely enjoy the movie, I think that's fine for it to win. It doesn't have to be like a groundbreaking new concept for it to win. Yeah, I agree. I, I absolutely agree. It, it It's just... Like you said, like you said, Nancy, it's just every single ingredient has to come together to to make something special and something that that truly you think that's truly something that you think has 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 sort of 
change something in the game in terms of what the Oscars are, in terms of what kind of movies you want to have representative of the year, I think. So, I mean, but for me, it's it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, you know, my my one of my most enjoyable picks out of the entire year was Dune. But would I categorize that as best picture stuff? I mean, it's debatable, but if it won, I wouldn't be upset at all. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I'd, I'd be, be stunned. Really I would happy. definitely be stunned. But yeah, yeah. And also keep in mind, like with Coda too, it's putting you know deaf actors in the forefront of movie. You know that we we really don't get that a lot. We're getting it more, but you know to see a movie do that and potentially be recognized for it. You know, I'm I'm gonna be excited if they win. Yeah, and and that's that's what I'm pulling for. I mean. Apart from Kristen Stewart in uh, Spencer uh, for Best uh, Actress, is probably one of the things I'm pulling for as well because ah, I thought she absolutely Alex surprised Spencer. me. There you go. For the audio <laughs> but, listeners, uh, Thomas probably switched to a yeah. drink he actually likes. Oh God, Guinness! The sweet taste of Guinness. The port in the storm. Oh, oh my God! I need. Mm. Holy shit! Anyway, sorry. Now, now, while, now, while Tom's soul comes back to his body after he Ooh, enjoys, I feel drink. more like me. I feel more like me now. Yeah, but oh but anyway, I think I think probably one of the other picks that I would love to see win as well would be um, Troy. Uh, Kosor uh, for Coda for best supporting actor because yep. truly, out of all the picks that were right there, I think. He was the one that truly delivered an emotional performance and something that we have not seen before, just just in terms of that portrayal of the character. And yep. it's also a deaf person as well. So it's it's groundbreaking in a lot of respects. And I hope to God he gets it. So I think that's he will. I think he's got yeah, it. Yeah, I think so, too. But yeah, but speaking about movies that will probably not win Oscars next year, let's talk about The Lost City of Z. Oh, wait a minute. I, oh, I messed up. Finally, I messed up. Z? Lost I said City Lost of Z, City, huh? Which, it, which is a great... Letters. Yeah, no, no, which is, which is a great movie, by the way. If you guys haven't seen it, Rob Hansen is in it. Charlie Hunnam is in it. Fantastic movie. But we're talking yeah, about the Channing... Yeah, to save it. <laughs> but we're talking about the, the Channing Tatum, Sandra Bullock uh, comedy, The Lost City, which just premiered this weekend and took number one for the weekend as well, too, dethroning the Batman after three weeks. And it How much money shows, did it make? It made uh, $36 million, uh, last I checked. Wow, that's actually pretty solid. Wow, good for that movie. Yeah, really, nice. really solid for a post-pandemic movie and then also, I mean, not post-pandemic. Yeah, and for a rom-com. Movie. Exactly. Rom-coms don't, yeah. rom-coms don't usually do well in theaters anymore, so that's a nice glimmer of hope, because I love like big-budget rom-coms. Like, give it to us. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And I kind of feel that this movie sort of split the difference between the romantic comedy aspects, but also getting in all the people that want to see, like, an adventure movie as well. So, I, so like, yeah, no, it's it's great to see this um, succeeding in theaters, but before we go on too further, what was your thoughts on The Lost City? Let's start with Tom. I enjoyed this movie quite a bit. Um, I don't think it's reinventing the wheel in terms of the rom-com. It's very, like, following the same beats that we're all, you know, used to and are pretty commonplace, but that's fine, because I that's the conventions that I'm used to with this genre. It's just, if you give me a good journey, you know, to that destination that we all know we're going to be heading to, then I'm on board and I'll enjoy your movie. And here we have an amazing duo of Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock, who I think have amazing chemistry together. I think they feed off of one another in a great way. They bring out the best in each other comedically. And you really don't 
think about or even feel the age difference because they're, you know, pretty wide in terms of their age gap. Um, but you really don't care. And it's very similar to the success of the proposal where you had Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds being a romantic love interest. But you didn't think about it in that movie either because it worked because the two leads had chemistry. And Tatum and Bullock are great in the movie. Even Daniel Radcliffe, who's playing a pretty generic villain with really lackluster motivations, <laughs> he's still giving it his all. And there's even one scene where he just like goes for a broke. I'm like, you didn't need to do it, but I'm happy you did because I'm like, way to go, Daniel Radcliffe, who I just love the fact he'll do these weird movies and then out of nowhere he's like, yeah, I'll be in like a big budget rom com with Johnny Tatum and Sandra Bullock. Sure, why not? Like he'll pop into the mainstream. He's like, all right, I'm gonna just go do something real weird. I'm gonna do an Al Yankovic movie. Bye. <laughs> and then like he's back. He's like back in. The the weird movies but i enjoyed him in the movie I love too that float away tom yeah bye. yeah just bye <laughs> bye i'll never forget you um that was kermit i guess um and then i also really loved uh brad pitt in the movie yes. who i thought who i think had a bigger role than i thought he was going to have um but i thought he was hilarious and i like i said it in my review but i love the fact that he needs to be eating something like in every movie he's in like <laughs> whether he's introduced he's got to like he's like on the phone when he's introduced and you just hear him eating like it sounds like a, like a hard candy <laughs> or yeah, some no, like, shit. It, like he's always eating and that, i love it yeah yeah, no, they introduce him the same way they introduce him in Fight Club, where he's like, who's this? Yeah, yeah it sounded like, very oh, similar. It? Yeah. And I, I, and I love that, and I thought that he had like awesome chemistry with Bullock and Tatum, and the fact that he even showed up and did something like this was great. It just shows that he doesn't take himself too seriously. He can have fun, and the guy can still do the action beats, man. It makes me more excited yeah. for, I think, was it uh, Bullet Train, where, where he's got coming that that's coming out this summer, which looks great, and I think is going to be mm -hmm. another fun turn for him. Um, and then just in terms of the movie, it's got a nice balance of like the romance and the you know the action adventure aspect, very romancing the stone kind of movie, which I really enjoyed. Um, yes. And by the end of it, like I, it was like a nice like warm hug of a movie. Like it's a perfect comfort movie. Like this is also the ideal streaming movie. Like the entire time I was watching, I was like, oh, this could have easily just been put on streaming and it would have been fine. And like most people would be like, yeah, that's a streaming movie. I'll wait. But the fact that it made you know thirty six million dollars is great because I want to see more movies like this on the big screen. They deserve to be there. So overall, I enjoyed it. It's a little predictable, a little cliche. Sometimes it takes a little bit of a big turn into cheesy town. But um, you know, at, at the end of the day i laughed i had fun with it and like i said i think channing tatum and sandra bullock are great in it and they really elevate it and make it really enjoyable so yeah there you go awesome all right nancy what about you what did you think of the lost city i think about the same as tom i really enjoyed it you know it's not a movie where i'm like super excited like oh i need it and i need to like i need to rewatch this movie but it was really fun um no. and you know what let's give it up to sandy b for shooting a whole movie in a sequence jumpsuit because, yeah. you know, the joke in the movie that it's uncomfortable, but let's not forget that she actually had to shoot a movie in a jumpsuit made of sequence. So, you know, kudos to yeah. her for, for keeping up uh, with all the, the running and action and, you know, stuff in a, in a sequence jumpsuit. I loved it. And um, again, Channing Tatum is just hilarious. I love it. Ever since 21 Jump Street, I think he's just so funny and so good in comedies. Mm -hmm. And I think one of my favorite lines actually comes from him when yeah. uh, he blames her for mansplaining. Yes! And she says, <laughs> I'm a so woman. <laughs> I literally can't mansplain it to you. He's like, well, I'm a feminist, and I think women can do anything a man can do. <laughs> and I was just like, that was amazing. I was like, fucking love it. You get the best great, yeah. lines. And I love that they have this, like, um, 
he like obviously he's supposed to be the romantic uh you know model on the cover for all her books but he had this very like he was shy around her like would get nervous around her which i thought was a a cute interesting twist because typically channing team's like you know the good-looking male role, and it's kind of reversed in a lot of his movies. So I thought that was really interesting and fun. And Brad Pitt was just so great. But it was funny, though, because, you know, I'm watching Brad Pitt, and then I was thinking, well, wait a minute. Most of the stuff I see in the trailer, Brad Pitt's not in there. So at what point is he, like, not going to be here because they end up by themselves? And then, boom, he gets shot. I was like, oh, okay, there you go. Spoilers. He's gone. <laughs> Spoiler alert. He's gone. Just a little, you know... Post spoiler, yeah. spoiler alert. <laughs> you know, it didn't in my really mouth. affect. Oddly enough, his thoughts. it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tasting his oh. thoughts. I don't like it. Yeah. That was another thing. I don't know. It shouldn't have caught me off guard. But when the car goes spinning and then they finally stops and he looks back and she's not in the car anymore, I was dying laughing. I don't know <laughs> why I didn't funny. see that coming. I didn't like, think oh, that gosh. she was going to, like, I guess, well, I'll say spoiler alert, I guess, now, even though he spoiled something <laughs> for fake already. Um, <laughs> I just thought it was funny how long they kept her in the chair. <laughs> yes. Yeah. When they're wheeling her out in the wheelbarrow and yeah. then, like, she's still and, in and the chair kept, in the car. And, like, every time they were, like, about to, to like, untie her, they'd have to, like, move her. I was like, that's a funny fucking gag. <laughs> But it was so funny because here's the thing is that as I was walking out of the theater, I saw all the posters and I never noticed she was in the chair in all the posters. It was like, oh, yeah, oh, okay, that's that. something I completely missed. <laughs> well, yeah. I love that they're, you know, they find her and then she asks, like, okay, are you going to cut me out of the chair? Like, what the hell? And they're like, oh, we have no time. She's like, okay, well, there was a lot of chatter going on, but sure, I guess, <laughs> yes, you don't have time to cut me out of the chair. Uh, okay. Love all that. right. So, oh, yeah. so funny. But yeah, overall, I would I would recommend it if anyone wants to just go have, you know, go have fun, see a very lighthearted movie. Um, definitely would recommend this for that kind of, it's a good date night movie, too. Mm, definitely. Absolutely. I, I think I think you said it best. It's, it's a great date night movie, Nancy. But I mean, so for the first 20 or 30 minutes of this movie, I was absolutely loving it. I was loving everything that they were going along with, like, where it's sort of like, you know, Chain Tatum is the is the model, is the book cover model. But the thing is, he sort of ha- like, you sort of feels like there's something a little off about him. And I love the fact that we get a little more in-depth with this character in terms of the fact that, oh, she thinks she knew exactly what he was like and that he grew up to be a model and all this other stuff and that he wanted to go down that path. And he's like, no, I only went down that path because that was the only thing I knew what to do with my family at the time. And... And then I posed for for that uh, I posed for that book cover, and then all of a sudden, you know, my entire life sprung up, and then everybody started to really love that work. And I I, I also just love the whole moment where he's just like, you know what, you shouldn't call your book smug. Like it's it's something that means a lot to other people, and you shouldn't degrade that to your fans. And out of everybody, you should know that more than anything else. So I was like, all right, all right, I, I like that message yeah. that you're trying to put it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was I really like that. He was, more, he was like, yeah, he's like, I'll wear your heart on your sleeve kind of guy, and I like that, like how sincere he was. And he's not as like dumb as you think he is. Like he actually says some things that are really like profound out of nowhere, and then you can even tell she even knows that she misjudged him. Yeah, yeah. And I love absolutely. the line where he's like, "Out of all the people, you should know not to judge a book by its cover." <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. no, "See, that was a cheesy line." I was totally on board for. I was like, "That you earned that." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "You earned that one." No, yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I mean, but overall, I thought I was really on board with the movie for the first 30 minutes. And then when they got to sort of the adventure aspects of the film, that's when it started to lose me a little bit. And I was like, you know what? I would have loved to have stayed more with the Tatum and Bullock relationship more than anything else. But you know what? At the end of the day, the movie was fine. I I really enjoyed the uh, the ride. Um, anybody that's going to see this movie, um, I mean, just order some nachos because there's plenty of cheese to be had in this movie, guys. It's just oh. it's just so over the top. Just can like I, that line. Oh, can, can I can I leave? Like can can we just like part part <laughs> just ways? Like, like that line. oh man. But it doesn't have I, some like small moments in it too that are just like. They have nothing to do with the movie, but they're so small and hilarious. Like I'm, I'm just sitting there thinking, like, who thought of this? It's so funny. Like when he's talking with the cook, and he's like, Oh, oh yeah, he's like, I, I just, just want need the tomatoes. To get two tomatoes. <laughs> I just need to get two tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, that's freaking really funny. Or, or yeah. like, like, or that like what? Or, or, or like some of the things that we're even exposed to in the trailers, like the leech scene is even better in the actual movie. Like they oh, only it's show way better like in a, the movie. It's way better yeah, in the movie. It's way better in the movie. And then the way they play it out, they elongate some of the beats. You're just like, oh, my God, this is hilarious. And, then, and, and she's like, just, oh, there it is. You know, you think about something and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> that whole thing was so funny. She's like, she's like pontificating about this entire thing and just not like pulling the leech. It's just like, oh my God, so hilarious. But yeah, the chemistry is really well between um, Tatum and between Bullock. And yeah, no, overall it's, it's, it's a fine, it's a fine low comedy. I really enjoyed it. And yeah, I would definitely recommend it. Probably more as a matinee movie more than anything else, I would say. Yeah. And uh, what was the other thing I want? Right. Um, and this is also a little spoiler. So obviously, if you haven't seen the movie, even though I feel like at this point, it's like, OK, well, whatever. Anything they say it. about the movie is spoiler heavy. But I really enjoyed the fact that it didn't even show any treasure, that it was like a swerve, that there wasn't really any like actual physical treasure, that it was actually just like the treasure was this, you know, uh, woman's husband. The and that like, was yeah, like as cheesy <laughs> as it is, I actually like I was like, I like that. I was like, that's cool. And it also like rubs it in Daniel Radcliffe's character's face where he like this is like the one thing he thinks is going to make his life meaningful. And then he's like, oh, OK, I get the metaphor, but fuck the metaphor. <laughs> or like or like and and also to quickly talk about daniel radcliffe as well i loved his entire his entire um one-upmanship with his brothers like you never see any of his brothers in the film whatsoever but you feel like everyone is constantly comparing him to his brothers and you're just like oh god he's like like he's just trying to constantly one up he's like yeah 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 i know i know i know all my brothers did all this stuff they made their billions without having to do all this horse shit i get it but yeah it was it was just hilarious how to see a villain finally that incompetent but also with the confidence that he had was just (laughs) hilarious (laughs) oh my god so it's I I just really love how he just always goes for it like that one scene where he's talking about like how he can't find like the the resting place or whatever and then he's talking about like why wouldn't you want this to be like in the center of the thing and then like you see like the veins popping out of his head I was like there's no reason there's no reason you need to go this crazy but I was like I love this though because he takes a role that's been done like a thousand times before and you know doesn't have like the content that honestly is worthy of someone like Daniel Radcliffe but he still makes it his own and makes it different and that's why, like, I was like, look, you're the cliche bad guy, but you're doing something a little different. And I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, absolutely. And I mean, overall, I thought it was just a really enjoyable movie. And I think we're all in the same boat. It's like, yeah, fun time. It's fun time. But real quick, um, did 
any did everybody stay for the post credit scene? There was a post credit scene? Oh no. Yeah. yeah, I did. Okay, tell me what it was. I don't feel Spoiler like YouTube. Is it that Brad Pitt's character survives somehow or something? Yes. Yep. <laughs> I knew it. Exactly. I fucking exactly. knew it. Yes. I knew they're, it. They're, Wait, what what happens? They go to the they go to the meditation retreat that they met him at, and then all of a sudden as they're meditating, Chain Tam just looks back and there he is. And he's like, Oh wait, you're still alive, but I tasted your brains. Like, like yeah. Did he say anything? I don't the reason. He says something like, Well, humans only use ten percent of their brains. Yeah. So that was only ten percent. So I have my other percent of like something something like that. Like I use the other percent to be a new put my soul in that percent or That's something. I feel like every hilarious. movie has a post credit scene now, but I don't feel like yeah. sitting through all those credits. Like I got shit yeah. to do. <laughs> well, 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 here's the thing is that the, the credit scene pops up like within the first like 20, uh, like within the first like uh, first half of the credits. Like it's one of those like mid credit scenes more than anything else. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, no. Like, I like, think uh, we like, should start saying like stay or don't stay, you know, because I hate when I stay and then there's shit diddly at the end. Like I just wasted my time. But I knew just it. I knew if there was a credit scene, I knew if there was a credit scene, it would be him somehow surviving. I yep. knew it would be. See, but the, see, but that's the thing is that it's it's a really off thing where I used to usher over at a movie theater, and this was around like the prime of like Marvel Studios and like post credit scenes and all this other stuff. And then sometimes you would just see people just sitting down there waiting for a post credit scene for like something indie, and then all of a sudden they're so disappointed when there's nothing. And then like I actually just started basically saying, uh, guys, j- if there's not a post credit scene, I'm just like, guys, there's not a post credit scene, but you're more than welcome to stay. And that's and that's oh, basically that's so nice it. of you. Well, that, Every because, person should do this. Yeah. yeah, but if 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 folks if folks are are sticking around for a movie that I know has a post credit scene, it's like okay, then don't say anything. But 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 see, yeah, I I don't like wasting people's time, and I and I want to clean up. I feel like that'd be a nice thing for theaters to do. Like if a movie has a mid credits or end credit scene, they should put like a little like note on the door saying uh, there are post credit scenes if you'd like to stay. And then this way, like every time someone walks in, like you can see yeah. that, but like, okay, you, they can make it up for themselves whether they want to stay or not. Other than like, because I had no idea there was a fucking credit scene in Lost City. That would have been nice to know. But like, whatever. I'm not bitter. It's well, fine. like even, I mean, I haven't seen it yet, but X, everyone's saying there's a post credit scene. And that is a movie I would never think there would be a post credit scene for. Like that just seems so left field. So yeah, yeah I agree. It'd be nice to know these things yeah. ahead of time. Follow in Andres' footsteps, movie theaters. Let people know. Let the people know. Let the people know. <laughs> well, let's dive into movies that probably or probably do not have post credit scenes. Our favorite Sandra Bullock movies. Not your All best right. segue. <laughs> not my best segue. I think I think the last one was even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah that you know? that's fifty percent. Yeah, 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 that's that's pretty solid. Yeah. yeah. But um, so yeah. we're going to talk about our favorite uh, Sandra Bullock movies. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, same Same <laughs> But yeah, but um, so we decided we're going to talk about our favorite Sandra Bullock movies, and this could be anything that, that she's come out with. It could even feature just her as a bit role or just anything in general. So I'm going to start with you, Nancy. What would you say is your favorite uh, Sandra Bullock movie? Oh, gosh, this was a lot harder than I thought. You know, I had it locked in and then I relooked at her uh, filmography and I was like, oh, damn, I forgot how many movies she's been in and a lot of great movies. Um, so I'm going to go with one I think people forget about a little bit, and that is Hope Floats. Um, I actually really, really love Hope Floats. 
And the story behind it is just so, so heartbreaking. So if anyone hasn't seen it, um, essentially the movie opens up with she's on a uh, talk show um, with uh, her. Well, she's not on yet. It's her best friend. And her best friend is essentially saying that she is cheating or sleeping with Sandra Bullock's husband. And Sandra Bullock doesn't know. So her best friend and her husband are having an affair. Uh And Mm -hmm. so they bring out Sandra Bullock and then the best friend tells her they bring out the husband and yada yada. Then it cuts to the audience and her daughter is actually in the audience bawling her eyes out. Because what the show told Sandra Bullock was that she was going on there for to have a makeover. So she decided to bring her like six year old daughter um, as her guest, and it's just so heart wrenching and sad. And so the <laughs> I love how you're describing this. And, and, and Andres is on his phone, like, yeah, that's that's super. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've already seen Hopeless. It's a good movie. Okay, <laughs> pay attention, you son of a bitch. He was just like, yeah, oh, I'm, heartbreaking. I'm, I'm, Can't believe I'm, they did I'm, that to her. Can't believe they did that to her. Five ways you can improve your. <laughs> <laughs> Five ways you can so improve sad, your self-esteem. So <laughs> oh my god! But no, but hilarious. haven't seen Hope Floats. Yeah, no, it's no. That's actually a great pick, Nancy. Like honestly, like yeah, it's like, you good. had said you you had said that people forget about it. Even up sitting here, go like, yeah, I forgot about it. <laughs> it's it's a really good one. So the whole movie is basically she moves back home to her hometown with her mom and them just getting readjusted. And mm. also it has a uh, nope. What's his name? Harry Connick Jr is mm. also in it which is very uh very interesting so yeah i would highly recommend it that's one i really love sandra bullock and i think it's um i think it is one of her earlier movies that definitely shows her acting because she does do a lot of comedies which i love but i think just seeing this other side of her acting i prefer in, in a lot of her movies but i will give a shout out to the proposal and uh <laughs> miss congeniality because those are ones i can rewatch over and over again Mm. Yeah, there you go. All right. No, great pick. Great pick. All right. Uh, Tom, what would you say is your favorite Sandra Bullock movie? It's. I feel like for me, it is a tie because I feel like both these movies show different sides to her that I think show what a talented actor she is. The first pick is Miss Congeniality. Some might consider it the safe pick, but for me, it's just the best pick because it shows exactly what she's capable of as a comedic actress. She's such a great physical comedian and this movie totally shows that you know as this kind of fish out of water story of like this cop trying to infiltrate like a beauty pageant and it's such a funny movie she's so funny in it it's one of the most rewatchable movies i remember growing up my sister and i would watch this movie like on a loop it was just hilarious and she was so good in it um and i just felt like it showed that she was not only a great comedic performer but she was an amazing like romantic love interest you know she had that you know, back and forth with her and Benjamin Bratt, I think is her romantic love interest in that movie. And it felt like very yeah. breezy and lighthearted, but it also kind of had that like intense, dramatic, you know, infiltration kind of movie feel too. So it was kind of balancing like the action espionage part of it. And then, you know, the romantic comedy part of it. And I thought it walked that line really well. And I just think if and you're her and Michael speak- Caine together. Oh, and Michael Caine, I forgot. Yeah, Michael Caine's in yeah, there. He's I fantastic. Yeah, he's so good at playing that. Oh my God, you are not built for this. Yeah, he's so good, so good in that movie. It's or, just, or, or it's just such or a just funny. Even when, yeah, or just, or just even when he's trying to get her to lighten up when she when he's trying to make her perfect the walk. It just it's certain things yeah. you would never hear no, Michael. You would never think. She's yeah. like, it's great. Lot, it's so great. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I love that movie. I love her in it. I think it's like it's the movie that for me really showed me that she was a star. 
And uh, like, especially that's like absolutely always the first movie that comes to mind for me when I think of Sandra Bullock. And then the other one for me is Speed because I felt like, I mean, that movie was definitely, I feel like the one that really put her on the map. Uh, And also it showed that she was capable of being in an action movie. She was great at delivering humor when it needed to be there. She had great chemistry with Keanu Reeves. She really held her own with him and in a movie that's like very intense and very action packed. And it showed a different side of her. So like she can do the action dramatic work and she can also do like the romantic comedy, you know, physical comedy kind of work too. So I felt like if if you were going to do a Sandra Bullock double feature, I would start out with speed. And then end it with Miss Congeniality because it's like a complete 180, but it'll like leave you smiling. And I just feel like yeah. after that, it's very hard to say she's not a good actress because I think she's very versatile. So I would say those two movies. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of those two, watch Hope Floats. Yeah. There Which Andres is absolutely disinterested in. <laughs> so disinterested. He hates Hope Floats. He hates it. He despises I, it. I hate Hope and I hate floating. Boom. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. Those are but, very two odd hate things, but okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk later. We'll talk after I give my. How pick. about you, Andres? But, but my pick for my favorite Sandra Bullock movie. Your pick is better be one. good now. It better be the Lake House. <laughs> <laughs> the lake House. No, it's practical best magic. No. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, you know what? I'm, okay, I'm hold gonna... on. Are you saying that jokingly? Because I love Practical Magic. I was. Practical I was about magic to say. Amazing. I, I I thought we were choosing two movies as well. Everyone chose two movies. <laughs> I chose one and like you, you know, can you choose two. There's no limit. We didn't put a rule. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, my, yeah, sha- well, my shout out is well, my shout out is Practical Magic because I actually really do enjoy that movie quite a bit. It's okay. Thank God. I thought you were like actually shitting on Practical Magic. I was like, that is no. a fantastic movie. Don't you dare. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not going to talk shit about Practical patient. Magic. <laughs> yeah, but that's my shout out for Sandy Bullock. But probably my favorite one is Demolition Man. From from the nineties. Oh, it's, okay, solid. Yeah, it's, um, it's the first thing I ever saw Sandra Bullock in, and it's also just Sandra playing a future cop who's too overly polite, and that they've kind of like in the future. Basically, the, the give a, a really quick broad stroke of the story. Uh, Sylvester Stallone gets frozen in ice in an ice prison in 1997 and wakes up in like a 2036 where everyone is overly polite with each other and that's where he meets Sandra Bullock and she's a cop in the future. Kind of sounds like I'm describing a romantic comedy, doesn't it? <laughs> like like just it sounds like, like you're that. describing like a Mr. Freeze story. <laughs> yeah. Or Austin Powers. But, ice to or meet that you. one with Mel. <laughs> ice to meet you. But yeah, but then Sandra Bullock and Sylvester Stallone, they hunt down the serial killer, and it's fantastic. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's Can I just movie get I uh, Arnold reviewing movies now? That would be great. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> ah lots of I love that Tom. Ah, that was it. No, because if I do <laughs> it for more than like, because if I do it for more than five seconds, my voice just gives out because it just like it hurts so bad. <laughs> Oh, see, I see, see, I got Love so it. bored at the movie theater as an usher. That would just be my default go-to is just speak in an Arnold voice for like literally an hour, an <laughs> Come hour on. at a time. <laughs> Come, Come on. on, let's go. <laughs> Come on, Tom, stop interrupting me. You're, you're breaking into my moment here. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, Demolition Man. Go check it out. Great action movie from the '90s, and also go check out Practical Magic as well too. <laughs> yeah, and go check out the Lake House. <laughs> Oh goodness! I still haven't seen them. that. Two thousand five, right? It, it's a wild you movie. Seen it? It's a wild it. movie. Yeah. It's a guilty pleasure, honestly. It. It's a guilty pleasure. It's it's something else. 
It's one of those movies where like this makes no fucking sense. Oh, it makes no fucking sense. Sure. Yeah. But I'll I'll go with it. it. Yeah. But it's Keanu and her reunited, right? It's like, wait a minute. You're telling me that I'm sending you letters and it's coming to you in the past? (laughs) It's just like, it's so fucking. It's it's just the Keanu meme. Just fucking. Wait, you're from the future? What? (laughs) That that just sounds like a Bill and Ted movie that you're quoting right now. Yeah. (laughs) It's a romantic Bill and Ted. Yeah, pretty much. That's basically what it is. Yeah. 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 Awesome. All right, guys. Well, do we want to wrap it up with some of with some of the uh, more recent categories yeah. that have just gotten wins? Yeah. What, what else has been Let's announced? I got to bring up my list now. So, I've got mine right up here. Best supporting actor went to Jesse Plemons. Oh no 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 no! Sorry sorry sorry. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's Troy. It was Troy Kasor for Coda. Uh oh my god! I was like, are you kidding me? I was about to I, shit I, a brick right now. I would have turned off this camera and called it a night. Oh <laughs> both of us were like, "Yeah." yeah. Well, I, I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah, right, so it was so Troy. Much Wait, to that. It was Troy oh, for okay, best supporting actor. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I can't wait to see his acceptance speech. Oh, I'm so oh, excited. Oh my god! Yeah, I didn't even think yeah. about that. That's I'm so amazing. excited. All right, okay. and then best international film. Went to say drive my car. Oh, did I even pick them? Nice, got that one. Sweet. Yeah. Did I get that one? Oh wait. I'm not sure. Oh shit! I put the worst person in the world. I don't think I meant to put that. That doesn't sound right. Well, that's more of a you well, problem. Why <laughs> <laughs> did I put that? I meant to put drive my car. Well, oh, I, do I man, did put man drive my car. Do the things that they yes. do. <laughs> yes, I did yeah, put drive my car. Won't hurt you. Awesome. And then best costume design. Has just gone to Cruella. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Awesome. So nothing else has been announced yet? Nothing else has been announced just yet. I'm still checking that list as it is right now, but looks like we've got less than a few categories to go, and then we're we're gonna be all set for this year's Oscars. This year's big shitstorm of the Oscar. (laughs) Look at that. Goodness. I mean in all seriousness, what do you think? What do they we think of what? Decided not to do those categories. Time wise, do you think people are just I not? Just, like I just the think people. Common people are not I feel interested. Like they th- I feel like they think people always complain the show's too long and they thought that they were making the right call, but then in reality, they're disrespecting all these people who are nominated for these categories. And like they have to realize that people who watch the Oscars are film nerds, people who love film and just make it for yeah. them. You don't need to yeah. make it for like some mainstream audience because it's not like the Oscars are going to get canceled. You know, it's not like a season of a TV show. It's not like a Fox show. It's literally, it's always going to be there every year. Just make it for the people who want to watch it. Who cares how long mm-hmm. it is? Yeah, it's no, I absolutely agree too. And like, I, I don't think it should still be on NBC anymore. I mean, like, does it really get that big of a ratings? It's on ABC. No, it never ABC. gets good ratings. It's not yeah. NBC. Yeah, it's ABC. Oh, okay. ABC. Which maybe should ABC. put it to NBC. Who knows? Maybe BC. maybe that'll be that that'll be a oh, that'll be a better home. Or you know what? Just make it a streaming. Just make it a streaming only event. Oh no! Have, have think, we lost? I think Nancy? we lost Nancy's. Sorry. I think we lost. I oh, muted myself is. when I thought you I muted I yourself. Muted myself. You, I feel like subconsciously you, know, you didn't did want to hear your own thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, shut up. I thought of that. You know what? The white claw may be kicking in. Okay. All right. Had some vodka. You know, had some white claw. F- 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 
fingers are hitting buttons oh, on the screen. She's muting herself, people. She, I mean, yeah. I think we're seeing a lot. We're, we're really delving we're deep. At that, <laughs> we're at that time of the day. Uh, oh, my God. What was I going to say? Oh, I was going to say, or make it more accessible. You know, it's on abc.com, but I tried to, I tried to go to it. You need Spectrum or Xfinity or one of those or right. uh, Hulu with the live TV, which I don't have, or you need YouTube TV. It's and fine. Really, those are you don't need the it. only it's ones. Yeah, no. <laughs> really, those were the only ones I could find. Yeah. So I think you just make it more that. accessible to everyone. Yeah. yeah. You know, I just, I don't know. Make it so everyone can watch. Everyone gotcha. who wants and also to watch it can watch it. Yeah, exactly. And also just an mm-hmm. FYI for people who are watching or listening to this now, you probably notice, oh my God, we got two episodes of film on tap back to back well to let you know to let you in the loop here uh just for scheduling reasons we decided to film this episode a week early on oscars night so that means that next week there will not be an episode but the following week there will uh be an episode that is recorded and brought to you lovely people so uh enjoy the back-to-back episodes but if you're just wondering why that is now you know and unfortunately i wish we could be here when the best picture you know was announced and all the other categories but i think we were able to be here for at least the majority of them so i think that's pretty solid yeah yeah we'll we'll discuss the best picture nominees and all the other ones next time yeah we can like bring we can like briefly Time cover i don't know i don't know it's like by then people are not gonna give a shit anymore people are just like all right let's talk about the batman some more <laughs> <laughs> the time has passed yeah but you know what i'm i'm just glad that we were on long enough to see uh best supporting actor yeah really go go troy troy to win. yeah mm-hmm. go troy awesome all right, so yeah, I think that'll about do it for this week's episode of Film on Tap, guys. So, um, Tom, do you want to let the people know where they can find you? Oh, I mean, before I answer, how does it feel to be the host? Pros and cons. <laughs> oh, cons? I, I mean, I mean, pros? It's it's all of them. You know, yeah, it's it's great. It's great. He's like cons, uh, all of it. Yeah, cons. Uh, just wish I was better prepared. Just wish I just wish I didn't let you down, folks. <laughs> Oh please! You didn't let anyone down. You were fine. Don't worry about it. It was it was definitely a refreshing change of pace. I'm like, oh, so this is what it feels like to just be like a guest, (laughs) and you know, just like just chilling. It's nice. It's nice. But uh, if you're looking to follow me on the interwebs, you can find me on YouTube at Chattelbash Reviews, uh, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Chattelbash. And of course, you can find me here on the Film on Tap podcast every other week and also you know if you want to follow my other movie podcast there's real roots that i do with my sister where we talk about the films that shaped our childhoods and the people we are today we just put up a toy story franchise episode which was a lot of fun which i think you'll enjoy so definitely check that out on my channel i think you'll love it but yeah that's all that i got for me fantastic what about you nancy uh, you can find me at PL underscore Band-Aid on Twitter and Instagram. Of course, you can find me here. Please still leave the comments because I respond to all of them. And again, every once in a while on Video Chronic Pop Culture Quizzes, uh, most recent one was Zoolander, which I did horrible in because I Ooh. hadn't seen it in like... Orange Mocha Frappuccino! Yeah, oh my gosh. And I messed up on that question. I accidentally no. said Cappuccino uh, instead oh, of you Frappuccino. Fool. You fool. And I was like, what was uh. I thinking? Yeah, I know. I was so sad. I was so sad about it. The so files you can watch me are bomb in on that. The computer? In the computer. <laughs> See, I know all that stuff. That stuff I know. I've got the black oh, lung pop. <laughs> But why male models? Merman. Merman. I literally just told you. (laughs) Yeah, see, I can quote that movie. 
movie all day. Just can't answer questions. About it's, the plot it's, what is this, a know? center for ants? It's got to be at least three times bigger than <laughs> <laughs> No, no my excuse. favorite part about that scene, though, my favorite part about that scene is when Mugatu turns to the guy, he's like, he's absolutely right. And they both look yeah. at each other and go, <laughs> we're just, we're just oh, even forgot to when he spills his drink all over the guy where he's like mm, and then like he he goes out of his way to like do like this overly dramatic spill over his assistant oh it's, it's so just great freaking hilarious that oh, movie is goodness. the best so if you want to watch me bomb on uh questions about that movie you can find it over on video chronic pop culture quizzes oh and nancy all i right. feel like this week if our video gets over 100 views what's something you hate to drink Ooh, ooh, good question. Anything because I don't, like I'd like to turn the tables here. I'm burping whiskey. up demons. <laughs> just let them all out. Get the, that's how you get the demons out. You drink the White Claw, and then they just exercise yeah. those demons. Oh, you know? God. Fuck that that's shit. That's why all the uh, bros and douches drink White Claw. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah, because the claw is the law, brah. <laughs> God, why don't you go uh, like? But no, definitely, definitely anything whiskey or scotch. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. You're gonna have to drink <laughs> a whiskey on the rocks next time. Oh, that's so <laughs> yeah, that's gross. right. You heard it here, people. Whiskey okay. on the rocks. Or you know what's how many really views? gross? Which we'll save this one for. We'll save this for Andres. Gin. Gin by itself is the most disgusting thing. You should never drink what? gin by itself. Why? Well, why are you it saving this one for me? <laughs> Because uh, I have to drink whiskey, and you drink nothing. So, and you yeah. never drink on the show because you done I, fuck up and always drink on Saturdays. Because you always drink on Saturdays when we always have our show yes. on Sunday, who, and then who, you show up all hungover. Like, sorry, guys. What's the difference? What's the difference between between a hangover and freaking um, sleep deprivation? What what is the difference, guys? Don't try to deflect. You guys here. can't tell. <laughs> Don't try to deflect. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. That's not an excuse for your poor behavior. Yeah. Gin for you, sir. Yeah, gin, gin for you when it's your turn. Who knows? Maybe I like gin. Maybe I drink gin on the regular. No, you don't. I'm going to go with a no. <laughs> I'm going to say with a resounding no on that one. Surprises, surprises. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, anyway. Three shots of gin for Andres next time. Yeah, we're going to do four right, shots of gin for Andres. <laughs> Give it, give up, give me all the shots of gin. I don't care. Anyways, yep, you can find them. me on Twitter and Instagram as Galgos. You can also find me on Twitch.tv as Galgos209. You can also find me on the High Voltage Media channel uh, doing the review of Star Wars Episode 3. But we will also be doing a review of Jaws as part of our Masterpiece collection. And then we will also be doing a retrospective review on Dino Crisis. And then you can also... Find me on this past week's uh, episode of the Video Chronic Pop Culture Quiz on Thursday, which we did Mars Attacks, and I think I did okay on that one. <laughs> so yeah, go ahead and check that one out whenever you I guys I wouldn't can. know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, uh, goodness. Anyways, on that note, we will... <laughs> We will say goodbye, and I have no idea how to close this out. You, you know, know how to close it? It's just, it's just, really, it's just really like the intro, just as an outro, you know? Yes. Come on, you got Tap this. I'm, pull, I'm pulling for you. I got you. this. Okay. <laughs> I did the first part for you. Guys. She even helped you out. Yeah. Yeah, right, fill well, in the blank. We'll see you, well, we'll see you next time, and... Uh, why, are you tell, why, are you tell, oh, why are you talking like Mr. Rogers? Well, we'll see you well. next time. <laughs>
Wow, and remember, time. just Jesus. do a loop-de-loop and pull. That's <laughs> not drugs. Remember, you know what, Nancy? Smiles. Take us home on this one. Smiles for miles. <laughs> <laughs> See, now you can't do it. Smiles for miles. <laughs> I've never heard smiles for miles before. <laughs> I don't know why. It just like popped into my head. I was like, I feel like that's something you would say. You know what smiles else you would say? Miles. You probably would, but probably not say the tap that never runs out oh wow what a way mm. to close it andres you got to piggyback on it come on she just set you up twice by this point <laughs> anyways we will see you next time and you will join us on the tap that never runs oh, out. oh they will oh. join us so they don't have a choice now <laughs> they don't have a choice you will you will join us you will join us <laughs> all right anyways we will see you next okay, time bye. guys Bye. All right, have a good one, guys. <laughs> <laughs>